Hello friends and welcome to Men Do Disney, episode number 12, Tale as Old as Time. My name is Pete and joining me tonight are Matt. What's up everybody? And Tom. How is everyone? We're three guys who want to help you make the most of your Disney World vacation as well as to bring some of that Disney magic into your life every day. So put on your favorite pair of Mickey ears, lower your safety harness, remain seated until the ride has come to a complete stop, and men, let's do Disney. Well guys, it's good to be back. I'm still a little under the weather tonight, uh, so excuse any sniffles or coughs that you may hear. But uh, again, we apologize for the absence. That was my fault. I've been laid up in the bed for the past week, so... What's going on? Well, first and foremost, I'm, I'm glad that you're feeling better. Uh, we missed, missed hearing from you. And um, sounds like you still got a little bit of congestion going on, but we'll work through it tonight. Thanks for joining us. We'll try. We'll try. So, first things first, as always, we will go to Tom with the news. Tom, what do you got tonight? Yeah, I got a, a couple news items. Uh, actually, not as much as we probably anticipated taking a couple extra days off here. But uh, we'll start... Uh, it looks like Disney is ending the express bus service. Uh, not a super long-lived experience for Disney. I would assume that the minivans probably have something to do with this. And I, I think this express bus service was, was a good idea while it lasted. I agree with you. I think the minivans have put a stop to it. Disney couldn't really decide what the price point for this should be, but... You know, it's, it's a good concept to be able to get to from the resorts to the parks a little bit faster. So, and, and minivans will definitely fill that slot. So, it was it was good while it lasted, but uh, I'm glad we have the minivans now to, to take its spot. So, and staying right in, in line with that, the minivans have added additional resort opportunities. They have added Wilderness Lodge, Copper Creek, and Boulder Ridge. Uh, so you're going to continue to see those uh, expand and grow. Uh, staying, I guess, kind of with the resort theme here, uh, pretty neat news for anyone who enjoys the value resorts. It, it's rumored that the all-star value resorts uh, will be adding table service restaurants that will be buffet style. I think that would be a great idea and an awesome opportunity. I think that's really cool, too, because when you think about the, you know, when I've stayed at the all-star resorts, it's a lot of families and a buffet style meal. I don't think Disney can go wrong with it. Um, everyone can get their fill. Everyone has options. You know, you don't have to wait in line. You just go in, grab your food, come back to the table, and get in and out, hopefully quick, quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving over to Epcot, uh, the new Mission Space ride, uh, or track, video, whatever you want to consider it as, has reopened. Uh, and, and I've heard it's, uh, it's pretty good. I think it's a good experience for guests to... Uh, get a little bit of a change there on that ride. Any comments from you guys there? <clears throat> no, nah, nothing from me. It's Mission Space, you know. It's... <laughs> we'll t- we'll talk about it. Yeah, we'll get into all that for sure. Uh, moving over, and this is a- another rumor that could come to the Magic Kingdom. Um, you know, I know we try to stay in the Walt Disney World realm uh, that is in Orlando, but at Buzz Lightyear Astro Blasters uh, it appears to be closing in Hong Kong Disney. And a new Marvel-style shooting ride featuring the Ant-Man will be opening in its place. I think the rumor is kind of that Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin, while it's a bit dated now, may not be untouchable and could be something that sees a change in the future. 
Yeah, and, and we'll get into this a little bit later in the podcast, but yeah, I see that as kind of a property that with Toy Story Land opening at Hollywood Studios, that could be something that goes away and you know maybe we see a Marvel attraction move into its place, maybe something else. Uh, for one, I mean, I'll be sad if that does happen. And I know, like you said, we're gonna we're gonna talk about this stuff later. Um, it's kind of what our episode is centralized around tonight is um some of these rides. But um, but yeah, I'll be sad to see it go. I know it's a little dated at this point, but it's still one of my favorite things to do. And again, let me stress that is a rumor. That is nothing <laughs> confirmed. That is pure speculation on our part. Um, now moving over to Hollywood Studios. Uh, as we've mentioned in the past, the Grand Avenue uh, that's being built there essentially is going to be a queue for Star Wars Land. Is that what we're going to call that, guys? Yeah, I, I think so. Look, Disney's anticipating record crowds for Star Wars Land. This Grand Avenue is going to act as basically a queue to get into Star Wars Land. And, you know, we saw long queues with Pandora, the world of Avatar. I think Disney's expecting more of the same with Star Wars Land when it opens, even to a greater extent. So, uh, Also, staying in Hollywood Studios, have a little bit of a schedule update. Um, believe it or not, we're, we're coming around on what is deemed the holiday season in Disney World. I think next, as early as next Friday, maybe the not-so-scary Halloween party in Magic Kingdom will be opening. But um, staying in Hollywood, <laughs> yes, it is. It, it's, I think it's next Friday. It's right around the corner, but... Uh, anyway, going over to Hollywood Studios again, uh, Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam will be the only nighttime spectacular uh, shown from November 9th to December 14th. It's going to be nightly at 8 p.m. Uh, and then from December 15th to the 31st, you'll have the opportunity to see the Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam, and the Star Wars Galactic Spectacular. Uh, Star Wars will go at 6, 39, and 10, and then Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam will stay at 8 p.m. Uh, it's just, it's tis the season. You know, what um, what time does Fantasmic fit into there? I didn't in pull the there somewhere. I, I I didn't pull the times, but it's going to have to overlap with. It may I, be I think Fantasmic will just it'll definitely overlap, and you'll probably still have your one or two show times a night, and it's going to be you know kind of kind of separate separate deal. It kind of maybe help with some some crowds. That time of the year, I mean, I could see Fantasmic, Fantasmic crowds being are at not six thirty. Yeah, I can I can see that too. The Fantasmic crowds are not great that time of year, so. Uh, and then the last bit of news, I'm sure Pete's gonna want to talk on it. Uh, there is closing merchandise available for the Great Movie Ride. If I'm if that, if I'm wording that correctly. Yeah, there there is. There's merchandise available to celebrate the end of an era, and and again, this is the last ride at Hollywood Studios from opening day, if I'm not mistaken. That was there. So, you know, end of an era. The great movie ride's closing. Ellen, Ellen, not so much. I think everybody saw that coming. Nobody really cares. But the great movie ride, certainly disappointed. Didn't know that the last time I wrote it was going to be the last time ever. Yeah. So, disappointing. But, uh, you know, it's. I think it's been, I think people have been documenting it. You know, there's been some walkthroughs. People have made some ride-through videos, so I think it's been well-documented for posterity. I think if you really want to enjoy the great movie rides, you're going to have the opportunity on YouTube for a long time to come. So, But it, but it's still a loss. And I look forward to seeing what the Imagineers are going to put in that space. You know, while it's a loss, I'm not totally shocked it's gone. I think it's how quickly it went. 
is what's the surprising part of it. And and it's it's it almost has that kind of feel of like alien encounter where all of a sudden it's closed. You know, we're not really knowing it's going to go away or you know just it's just done and then it's never it's not coming back. <laughs> yeah, look, it, it was an older ride, no question about that. The animatronics left a lot to be desired, but but it was still a it was still a good ride. And it was something that I looked forward to every trip. And with that being said, Pete, um, on the intro earlier, you. Let everybody know that this episode is called A Tale as Old as Time. How about you enlighten the listeners on why our episode tonight is called that? Yeah, so we're going to talk about a couple of different things tonight. You know, our kind of our main topic is what do we think at Disney World is still going to be around in the next 20 years? So what rides, what attractions do we think are still going to be there 20 years from now? Um, after that, we're going to kind of get into what do we see going away in the next 20 years um there's a there's a lot of things there's a lot of speculation going on right now disney's going through a lot of changes it doesn't seem like anything's sacred right now but i think we're going to establish some things that we see as kind of sacred to disney world and then to close it off we'll talk about what we were really surprised to see go so i guess to kick it off guys what is at Disney World that you see is untouchable right now. Let's let's start at Magic Kingdom because to me this is kind of the heart of Disney World. So what's untouchable at Magic Kingdom? If we're we're only doing attractions, uh, correct? That's what we're gonna move through with. Yeah, let's yeah we'll stick let's stick to rides. Then really, I'm gonna, we'll call it things I'm, that you have to stand in in a queue for. I'm gonna grab. Okay. I'm gonna grab the. I'm gonna grab the obvious. The three mountains: Splash, Space, Big Thunder. I think all of them are untouchable. I don't see any of them going anywhere. I I agree with that. You know, space is timeless. Again, not if if it's removed from the context, not a real thrilling ride. In the context that it's in, it is. Uh, Splash. You know, Disney spent millions of dollars on that. That ain't going anywhere anywhere soon. And. And Big Thunder is pretty iconic itself, so I, I agree with you there. One other thing that I'll mention here is not only are these you know big calls for Disney, but they've been around forever, they're fan favorites, but they really do help spread out the crowd a little bit in the Magic Kingdom, especially Space and Splash. I don't know what they could replace those with that can take up that amount of crowd as well, aside from how much fun we have and how much we love them. I do think that is a, an aspect, too, that I, I consider when making these lists. Yeah, because they're major attractions, right? And they're at opposite ends of the park, and that definitely helps. When you know, when you walk into Magic Kingdom first thing in the morning, you've got to make a decision: Do I go right to go to Space, or do I go left to go to Splash, exactly. or do I go straight to go to Seven Dwarfs Mine Train? Um, so, so yeah, it, it definitely helps to spread out the crowds a little bit. And the answer there is: You go the direction you don't have a fast pass for. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, I agree. So. Move, moving on, I th- I think, you know, a lot of those classic Disney attractions, you know, the, the, when you think of Disney World, the classic attractions, Pirates of the Caribbean, Jungle Cruise, the Haunted Mansion, uh, the Enchanted Tiki Room, maybe even Country Bears Jamboree. Yeah. I, I think those are all pretty untouchable, too. You know, I think those are always going to be around. I now, struggle with Country Bears Jamboree. I struggle there. You may debate me on that, but, but look, that's an integral part 
of Disneyland, and as a result of that, it's an integral part of Disney World. I'd, I'd be very, very surprised. Fun. I'd be very surprised to see it go away because while while you don't find it very fun, Tom, there's a lot of people that, for the nostalgia factor, go to that ride and or the attraction, the show, and they love it, man. I haven't seen that show attraction in years. Yeah, but, I know. but you know, I bet if you, I bet if you went and saw it, that you would appreciate it more now than you did when you were a kid. Because it really is a it really is a funny show. I bet you it's would. a good show. Well, we can find out in December. Try it. Try it in December. If I, I have mean, enough I, time, you've got plenty of time. I I really think I really think you'll appreciate it a lot more now than you did in the past. I think. But moving on to Fantasyland, I think that you have some rides in Fantasyland that are never going to go away. Um, I don't think Dumbo's ever going away. Um, it's a Small World was made for the World Fair. That's not going to go away. Um, Peter Pan's flight. You know, I, I struggle with that one because Snow White's Scary Adventures went away, but I don't think that Peter Pan's flight's going to go away. Too big, too big of a draw, too 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 long of a line, really. Well, I mean, to, they just invested in redoing the queue. Yeah. And and when I look at these rides, I look at wait times. You know, yep. if you want to talk about a ride that has a consistently long wait time, you know, 70 minutes, 80 minutes plus, it's Peter Pan. There's always a long. If you don't get a fast pass for that ride, or you go don't go first thing in the morning, you're not going to ride it. I agree. I want to throw a curveball at you guys. I think this one will stay forever, and it is Prince Charming's Regal Carousel. I think that is right behind Cinderella's Castle, and it's iconic, and it's never going anywhere. Yeah. So so moving moving around, let's go to Tomorrowland. Um, Carousel of Progress. Maybe it's going to change a little bit, the ending scene in particular. Yeah, I think I, I think there's rumor that they're going to update that ride a little bit, or attraction. And, and it needs to be. I mean, the animatronics are good, but, you know, the ending scene is not very futuristic at this point, and I think it needs to be. So, But I don't think that ride's going to go anywhere. Well, so Tomorrowland Transit Authority, not going to go anywhere. It's built into Tomorrowland. Yeah. It's a it's a great ride to spread people out. It's relaxing. It takes you through the most popular attractions in Tomorrowland. Hopefully, it'll take you through Tron. I don't I don't know that, but but hopefully it will. So I don't think that's going to go anywhere. Yeah, and, and when you talk about Tron, obviously that's not something that's going to go anywhere for a while. <laughs> that's going to be a big capital investment, and when that comes to the park, I think that. You know, you can plan on you can plan on celebrating your twenty first birthday in Disney if you're born the day it's open and it'll still be there. You know, and I've got one more. I I just don't see anywhere possible where Tomorrowland Speedway isn't there for the long haul. They're building around it with Tron. If the opportunity was there to get rid of it, it just happened. I yeah, I agree. I agree. But I do uh, wonder I, if they unfortunately can, if they can get a better race car. Uh, well, I, I think that's a waste of space, to be frank. I really do. I, I mean, agree. I think there's they, there's something they could put in there that's better than the Tomorrowland Speedway. And we've we've hated on the Tomorrowland Speedway before on this podcast. I think they can do better. Oh, in my opinion, hasn't changed. I just don't think it's going anywhere. Um, and, then, and then, of course, we've got Hall of Presidents. Hall of Presidents is not going to go anywhere. That, that was... Really big for Walt Disney. So I think that wraps up Magic Kingdom. So Epcot, um, I think I think there's a lot fewer rides at Epcot. And, and Epcot just has fewer rides in general. 
but I think there's a lot fewer rides at Epcot that I would consider safe. You know, Spaceship Earth, I, I think at this point is pretty safe. There were rumors for a long time that, you know, we're going to put a roller coaster in here. We're going to do something else in Spaceship Earth. I don't know. I, I, I just, I don't see it at this point. I, I don't see it either. I think that a couple of things really stand out. Well, this attraction is housed in, I would say, the second most recognizable structure that exists in Walt Disney World. I'm putting Cinderella's Castle, number one, and then Spaceship Earth, number two. Um, I think this ride just fits Epcot so perfectly. From the story it tells to where it's placed in the park, it kind of lets you know what you're getting into when you go into Epcot. With everything else that's currently there, Soren. I don't think Soren goes anywhere. I think I think Soren is one of those rides that, yeah, you change out the visuals every couple of years as as Disney has done, but um, I don't I don't think it changes. I'm right there with you. I don't think they could afford for it to change, especially in the current state of the park. But uh, it's a great ride. I mean, people really really love it. I want the old I want the old visual back, but. I, I wish they would do one theater with the old one yep. with the new. I mean, that would... But the problem, like they, we talked about before, is <laughs> there's no one going to that new one if they do that. Yeah. Really, Living with the Land is, is the only other ride at Epcot that I would consider safe. Uh, that ride is strangely popular. It's, Love it's it. Not, it's not super exciting, but it's it's a relaxing boat ride. There's a lot of cool stuff to see. I love that ride. I think that's a ride where Disney made it and didn't realize how popular it would be. Because that's something that you've seen. I mean, you guys have told me that y'all have been in Disney or looked on the app and seen hour-long waits for it. Mm-hmm. An hour-long wait for Living with the Land. And it's not an exciting queue. <laughs> it's literally back and forth in front of the boats right there. So not an exciting queue, not nothing to look at, but, but people line up for it. And, and I think around lunchtime, because I think a lot of people go in there for lunch, try to hit Soren, try to hit Living with the Land. Yeah. And uh, it's the ride people kill time with too when they're waiting to ride Soren. All right. <laughs> and yeah. There. And yeah. waiting for a fast pass. Mm-hmm. So, so really, I mean, to me, that's all at Epcot. I, I don't think anything else is. I would consider safe. The one thing that I don't, I don't necessarily think it's safe, but the seas with Nemo and friends. This is how you get to the aquarium. So. There will, there will always be something that I think they'll try and make a ride into it. Right now, it's Nemo. I don't necessarily see Nemo going away, but I wouldn't be shocked. So I guess that kind of falls into you know, what we talked about. There's going to be some things that we wouldn't be shocked to, to see go away, and that, that's one of them for me. But I'm, I'm really on the fence there. I agree with that. So moving into Animal Kingdom. Um, Animal Kingdom, to me, there's not a whole lot that is extraordinarily safe. But... What is safe for the major attractions there? Obviously, Pandora has just opened. None of that's going anywhere for a long time. Yeah. I, I think we can all agree on that. Well, you have the capital investment, but also I think that the plan is for more Avatar movies over the next you know, 15 to 20 years. I th- James Cameron says he has, what, like five movies in his head in addition to the original? There, There's a bunch of them. And so... To me, this land isn't going anywhere for a long time. Could they add to it? Certainly. Uh, would they? Would they take stuff away? Probably not. So, to me, the the two attractions there, which is uh, the Navi River Journey and Flight of Passage, are both pretty safe. 
Uh, Kilimanjaro safaris. Look, this is why Animal Kingdom was created. There's yep. no way this is going anywhere. No, it's uh, it's larger than the Magic Kingdom one, the ride itself. It'd be a massive overhaul to figure out what to do with all these animals in an environmentally friendly way. And then, two, it draws people in. I mean, Animal Kingdom Lodge would be, it'd still be a magnificent resort, but it wouldn't be anything without Kilimanjaro. Kilimanjaro's not going anywhere. I I, I consider this the, the gold standard for non-roller coaster thrill rides in the entire world. I mean, I really do think that much of it. And look, how many times have you guys been on Kilimanjaro safaris? I mean, uh, I don't know, countless, I mean, a ridiculous amount. And how many times has it been the same ride? Never. Zero. Oh, I can tell you right now, I could go to Animal Kingdom and do nothing but Kilimanjaro Safari the entire day and be extremely happy with my day. We got chased by an ostrich last time. Like We did. Where else is that going to happen? So, you know, whether you ride it first thing in the morning, whether you ride it mid-afternoon, whether you ride it at night, it's a, it's a different ride every time. And, and that's very unique among Disney attractions. It is truly a different experience every time you ride oh, it. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've been with the... I've been on that ride before, and the driver will say, hey, you just missed this awesome thing that happened just my last go around the parks. I mean, you not just morning, afternoon, evening. If you do it back-to-back-to-back, to back to back, it's going to be a different different experience. And the lines reflect that. You know, it, it typically has a very long line to, to ride it. So um, the other thing that I would pick at Animal Kingdom is Expedition Everest. This kind of falls into the mountains category at Magic Kingdom, as far as I'm concerned. The the Yeti itself is a major investment. This is really, to me, Animal Kingdom's big draw, big thrill ride. Really, one of the only thrill rides at Animal Kingdom. Well, I guess that's not as true now, but... but I, I think it's clearly the only roller coaster type It's ride the only roller coaster, exactly. It's the only roller coaster at Animal Kingdom, so... It's a great story. It's a great ride. It, it goes into the mountain category, like you said. This, there would be a lot of work that had to be done to get rid of it. But at the same time, this this roller coaster is an experience unlike other roller coasters. And I don't want to spoil it for those of you that haven't ridden it, but there's a surprise on this. And if you listen to some further back podcasts, Pete's wife got surprised on this ride. And it's smooth. It's a, it's a great roller coaster. It is. And it, and it starts with the queue. The queue is amazing, too. So the whole the whole thing is just very well done. So, but really, that's all for me at Animal Kingdom. Yeah. Um, so Hollywood Studios. There's not a lot it's so, there. It's so tough. So first off, I mean, first off, there's not a lot of rides here, right? So, Toy Story Midway Mania, with the advent of Toy Story Land, I think this is pretty safe. In conjunction with the fact that they just added a third track. So correct. This goes hand-in-hand with Star Tours, with the opening of Star Wars Land. Both of these rides aren't going anywhere. Again, Star Uh, Tours recently renovated as well with the experience inside, the visual that you see. So, The other one that's kind of on the fence for me is the Indiana Jones experience. Look, I think Disney's best use of this land would be to turn it into the Indiana Jones ride. But this still draws crowds. What, take the uh, extra vehicles from Dinosaur in the track and <laughs> plop it over in? Perhaps. <laughs> you could do it. But, but look, this this still draws crowds. I mean, there's no question about it. It's still crowded. And I, I think this, this particular show, attraction, whatever you want to call it, 
it does go hand in hand with Disney Hollywood Studios' original intent. I mean, this is showing you people that are doing real life stunts in front of you, reenacting one of your favorite favorite films of all time and the most iconic scenes. So that's the question now is, is Disney's Hollywood Studios going to be a film studios park or is it going to be just to celebrate movies? If it moves on to celebrating movies like it looks like it is, then this this doesn't fit anymore. It'll, it, I mean, it'll if, be interesting. If they do keep it, though, Harrison Ford should get a lifetime pass to Disney for his involvement in Star Wars and Indiana Jones. Because <laughs> he, at least at this park. Well, and if they keep it, then they're keeping Beauty and the Beast as well. The live action. Yeah, that, uh, yeah. All right. So, <laughs> moving on. What do you guys see as going away soon? And soon being within the next decade. Well, let's let's say within the next 20 years. I'll, I'll take this one. I'll go and start with the Magic Kingdom. Um, yeah, same the, format. Same format, yeah. Um, one of the things that jumps out to me right away is the adventures of Winnie the Pooh. Now, I know that they've made some investments here. I know it's one of your mom's favorites, Pete. But they've already... They've already taken away a ride to put Winnie the Pooh into this spot. I think if this ever starts dwindling in, 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 in support from park goers, I think that this could be somewhere they say, hey, we have a ready-made track. We can just flip something else new in here and go. I don't see the Lions getting that low ever. I mean, the Lions aren't that great. Yeah, I mean, I feel like the last... 40, 40 minutes to look, 60 look it up minutes right is now. still what is a it pretty right long now? wait. Or, we walked onto that ride last time we went. Yeah, but Tom, that was during Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween. That was wasn't in the morning, it? right after right after Mind Train. First thing in the morning, right after Mind Train, during extra magic hours. Of course, there was no line. Well, another thing that we another thing we've talked about, and we kind of teased it earlier in the episode, is um, Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin. I mean, I love the ride, but I can see it being switched in and out. Right now, when it, the Mini Adventures of Winnie the Pooh is a ten minute wait. Pete, we've rambled. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the next attraction. All right. All right, go for it. And this, okay, so Under the Sea, Journey of the Little Mermaid, while it's relatively new, and I actually think it's a good ride, no one else seems to think so. I, there's, there's too much of an investment in this ride currently for Disney to do anything with it. Well, they could opinion. just they could they could hand the shells that they took from Nemo back over there. <laughs> I, I honestly I don't know why it gets such a bad rap. Maybe it's because I like the movie more than most people. I don't know. It's one of those rides that you ride it once and you never need to do it again. I don't understand why it's not a hit. I don't think people know where it is. I mean, it it is kind of tucked away in Fantasyland back there, so maybe that's it. I think the biggest place we need to focus is in Tomorrowland. I think Tomorrowland right now leaves a lot to be desired. I think there's a lot of attractions in Tomorrowland that may go away. Mm. Monsters, Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor. Love the attraction. Never has anybody on it. Stitch's Great True. Escape. Terrible. We've talked about it before. Needs to go. Astro Orbiter. Horrible throughput. I actually, I just looked at, at Disney's capacity for rides, and that was one of the worst. It's uh, awful. One of the worst ones in Disney World. Well, I mean, taking that a step further, though, I mean, I don't, I had to step away from the computer for a second, but did you guys talk about um, 
the magic carpets of Aladdin, because I find this in the same vein as Astro Orbiter. I don't see the point in how many of these rides do you really need in one park. You already have Dumbo, you have Magic Carpets of Aladdin, and then I guess Astral Order is really high in the air, but it's the same thing. Yeah, I mean, their their capacity, you know, they're just, they're rides to take people up, but Astro Orbiters is really bad at it. Yeah. I can see them all going, to be honest, outside of Dumbo. And then lastly, the Tomorrowland Speedway. We've talked about this, but I think that's something that needs to go, and I think it should, I think it could go. It's just, it's, it's, and, and here's the thing, Pete, I do agree with you because, okay, let's say that it goes away. Is it really going to be a nuisance for people to walk around this? No. It's tucked away in the back of Tomorrowland. It's not interacting with anything else really, except for, I guess, maybe Space Mountain as you go around that curve there. But, I mean, I think they could do a lot there without anyone even knowing about it. It could be a huge surprise. Yeah. So... Anyway, Tomorrowland leaves a lot to be desired. So, Epcot. So, Tama, before we move on, what do you guys think is the least likely to leave of what we just mentioned? Of all the rides Winnie, or just Tomorrowland? Winnie, Winnie, Winnie the Pooh. So, you think Winnie the Pooh? Yep. All right. I think Buzz Lightyear. Okay. Well, I'm going to have to go with my theme then. I, I, I don't, Tomorrowland Speedway ain't going nowhere. <laughs> all right. Cool. That thing is so lodged in that they're about to build around it. They're protecting it. <laughs> they're protecting it. So, Epcot. Epcot, I see... Journey into imagination. It's gonna go. I think now, so too. Whether whether it gets reworked in, into a different ride with Figment or whether it just shuts down, that's anybody's guess. But that ride's not staying around. I don't. I don't like, even think with Figment. I don't think it can stay with. I, I don't. I think it's gonna go the the route of Ellen. I really do. I just think that eventually there's gonna be it's gonna be a ghost town and they're gonna have to do something. Eventually, a ghost town. It is a ghost it's, town. That's what I'm saying. It is a ghost town, but but Figment is the mascot of Epcot. Not right? anymore. So, what is that, Pete? Did you have to look that up to know that Figment was the mascot of Epcot? No, no, he's always been the mascot. And I get of that, Epcot. and I knew that. But what I'm saying is, like, regular park goers have no idea that Figment is the mascot of Epcot. Yeah, they don't people, incorporate people, it anymore. People like Figment, though. I think Figment either resorts back to the old Figment. Or I think you changed the ride, and I, you know, that we've talked about In and Out, that movie uh, theming going in there. Inside Out. In, what I say, In and Out, Inside Out. Yeah. 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 I agree. Um, so I think I think that would go. I think there's soon. two more though that are big ones that people might not be thinking about. Yeah. Well, Mission, Mission Space just opened with new missions. Huge investment on Disney's part, but is it that great of a ride? Is do people like it? I'd like to know like what the actual like reinvestment that Disney just put into this ride was because I doubt it was that much, and it's just two new videos, man. And it's supposed to be tamer. It's supposed to be better for everyone. I don't see that as being the route to make this ride suddenly alive again. So, do you put a, a Disney intellectual property in there and all of a sudden make it? I mean, like we've talked about before, I do think you have to do that. I think that Mission Space is going to have a slow death. And it's not going to go anywhere in the next five years, for the next 10 years. That's totally, totally in the realm of possibilities. Now, the next one I'll bring up is Test Track. I think when this, when this current contract runs up with Chevrolet, I, I wonder if there'd be another car manufacturing company that would like to jump on this or if Disney re- reinvents this, reimagines this. I, I mean, it's one of those rides that y'all love that I could take or leave. I think Tom loves it. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat as you. 
could this become Radiator Springs Racers? Yes, absolutely, hundred percent. Because that's all, this is all Radiator Springs Racers is, is yeah. is test track with cars characters. So and that's an easy that's an easy change out. Yes. So I don't know when when the current sponsorship ends. Does that happen? Who knows? Uh, but it's but it's definitely not outside the realm of possibility. And what about the what about the rides in the in the country pavilions? I think we need to talk about that because they just did announce that Ratatouille is coming. Um, Frozen Ever After is a big so deal. We lost we lost Maelstrom to Frozen. Yeah. You know, could there be new rides opening? Could some rides that are there be reimagined? The Mexico boat ride, the the three caballeros. Yeah. I can see that going another route. You know, I can see China, the three D vision movie going away and getting something else. Yeah, absolutely. So I I think all the pavilions are kind of fair game at this point. We don't know what this refresh of Epcot is gonna entail. So I, I guarantee you it entails some sort of ride rides being incorporated or rides leaving this area. It, there's no no way around it. Especially and I, I would lean towards rides coming to each country. I know we talked about maybe it's not necessary, but with Ratatouille coming and Frozen and the changes they made from Maelstrom to Frozen and then talk about in Mexico where they have a ride that we love but could definitely be reframed, reimagined. I think you're going to see a lot more of that because it's, I don't think it's a huge investment on their end to put that in, to put those rides in because you have a limited amount of space and it doesn't have to be, you know, it doesn't have to be Tron. It has to be something to just move people around and people enjoy that ties into a country. All right. So at this point, let's go into Hollywood Studio, or excuse me, into Animal Kingdom. I, I think Animal Kingdom really, Cali River Rapids, there's nothing there. Cali River Rapids doesn't do anything for me. It's a terrible ride. It's you know, there's no story. You you get on a raft, you go through a waterfall, you go down a, a drop, and that's about it. I mean, I, I think there is. A, I mean, I, I agree. There's not a whole much of a story. But, I mean, isn't there a story about burning the rainforest or something like that? There used to be, but it's it's not stressed anymore. There's, there's just nothing there anymore. So I can see that being changed or going away completely. The other thing, it's tough to be a bug, which is in the Tree of Life, this is a franchise that's not huge for Disney. The show is okay the first time you see it. It's not something that people are going to go on over and over and over again. It's good to scare your kids, but... And, and I think it kind of goes the way of Honey, I Shrunk the Audience. And I think it goes, like, I really do. I, I think that that could be the case where it was great for a while, and then people got used to it. And that, that's where I'm going. I saw both of you guys like raise your eyebrows, and I got concerned, so I paused for a second. But, Tom, what do you, what do you say? Um, honestly, it's tough to be a bug. Is um, I don't see it going tough anywhere. To watch. I don't see it going anywhere. That's one I have to disagree with. I think it's themed way too well for the Tree of Life. I don't know what they put in there. The theater's built around now, it, no question about it. Could they? Never mind. I'm not even going to suggest what I was going to say. No, go ahead. This is This is a... We're all friends here. It wouldn't make sense for the theming because when you walk into the world of Avatar, that's a different part of Animal Kingdom. So you could. Well, I'm sure a, James Cameron just let them stream Avatar movies all day, every day. In the I was going to say, could you make it like a 3D Avatar experience in in there, like a theater? But I don't. But, but I think those worlds are so separate, and Disney 
the Animal Kingdom's intentions is to keep them separate that you couldn't. So I think this kind of goes hand in hand with what Pete said about Philhar Magic. Once you've seen a Disney movie, you know you've kind of seen Philhar Magic. Now we've talked about this before, and the average the average American, the average person from anyone in the world, doesn't go to Disney World once a year. I mean, we are definitely outside of the normal Disney fan goer, Disney park goer at, at this point. But I think that these kind of attractions, these 3D shows, have a shelf life. And it's tough to be a bug, maybe reaching its shelf life because, you know, as a child, I never thought Honey, I Shrunk the Audience would ever go away. But when I got to be 13, 14, I didn't want to do it anymore. So Hollywood Studios. What do we got at Hollywood Studios? Not not a whole lot, obviously, because there's not a whole lot of attractions there. But I think the two main attractions there are both kind of up for grabs, and that's Tower of Terror and Rock and Roller Coaster. Ah, oh, man. So we talked about this on the Reimagineering rides a couple weeks back. I'll be, I'll be devastated if Tower of Terror, anything happens to that. But here's the deal. They've already, they've already changed it to Disneyland. I mean... It's not off the table. It's 100% not off the table, and it all depends on the next 10 years, five years maybe. And it's been really pop. It's it's been really popular yeah. at Disneyland, right? So people people love the Gardens of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. What's really cool is the fact that you know, kind of like we talked about earlier with you know Winnie the Pooh. That used to be Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, right? And they kept the same. Same attraction, basically the same, except where they changed the the feature or the concept of it, and they can one hundred percent do that with Tower of Terror. They can. How relevant is the Twilight Zone at this point? I mean, how many kids that are, you know, say Disney's target audience between twelve and eighteen have ever heard of the Twilight Zone before? None of them. It's not. You know, those people that those kids that this entire summer saw the Tower of Terror on their Netflix or the 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 Twilight Zone on their Netflix and cranked a few black and white episodes out. But yeah, I agree with you. So I think Guardians of the Galaxy is... But does it have the long-standing possibility for success that the Twilight Zone has? At this point, with with the cinematic universe, yes, absolutely. Have you seen Guardians of the Galaxy and Guardians of the Galaxy yes. Volume 2? Oh, I just bought my, my wife a Groot doll. I, yeah, I, watched, I watched Volume 2 last night, actually. So... Huh. I didn't know that was on DVD yet. Uh, it is. It is. So the other, the other, is Rock and Roller Coaster. Um, I don't think this ride goes anywhere, but I think the theming could change. How relevant is Aerosmith at this point? Uh, Aeros- okay, so Aerosmith is not. And it's a completely different genre. So don't crucify me for this, listeners. I know we get a lot of emails, but it's not Star Wars. So it's not something that's going to stay... Aerosmith isn't Star Wars. I mean, Star Wars has a long-lasting... I mean, I think they both started in the 70s. Aerosmith, the band, and Star Wars. <laughs> but Star Wars is going to be long-lasting. I don't know if Aerosmith's going to be it. So what would they... Would they change the roller coaster itself, or would they just tra- change the, the ride concept? That's where I'm asking. Maybe change the band, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's easy enough. That would be easy enough. All right, so we're going to get, what, One Direction? That will be sweet. God, I hope not. I mean, I would think it would be somebody good, but well, let's um, let's try let's think about this for a little bit. Tom, you can pick one band to replace Aerosmith at Rock and Roller Coaster. Which way do you go? I mean, mine is simple, but it would never fly. Dave Matthews Band. Yeah. All right, Matt. Who? Who? How about you? Oh man, I go the Beatles, and I'd make this 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 scene 
England or, you know, change change it from L.A. to England and you can have some... The Beatles are never going anywhere. They're not Aerosmith. True. All right, so mine's a Nickelback because I want everybody to hate this ride. <laughs> well, they would. <laughs> so, Gosh, Pete. I hope you never get your ears. <laughs> anyway, okay. Um, so... Those are really the two rides at Hollywood Studios that that I that I think will leave that have the potential to leave in the next. Yeah, I agree with you. But one one of the things that this exercise showed me is there is such a need for Galaxy's Edge and Toy Story Land in this park. You guys have been hammering this home for weeks. There's nothing. There's nothing there, right? Fanboy Matt has come to the dark side <laughs> and admitted. That Hollywood Studios, There's nothing there. while we love Disney, we love Disney just as much as everybody out there, maybe more in some cases, but they need these additions. I mean, I'll be honest. I, we just talked about their two major rides at this park, two major current rides outside of Toy Story Mania, if you want to include it as that, as could get changed. And <laughs> you do that, I mean, I was I was, I was, was utterly floored. Like I, I was going through, I, was, I went to Disney's website to double check my notes and I was like, kept trying to scroll down. There has to be more. There has to be more. And there's just not. There's not. There's nothing there. I mean, thank the Lord, Fantasmic is there, and it's never going anywhere, and it'll be there when I'm 100 years old because that is still my favorite thing we, in Walt Disney World. We hope. And I, I tell you, Tom, on the Mendu Disney trip, if Fantasmic had not been there, I don't, would we have spent a whole day at Hollywood Studios? Probably not. Probably not. Nope. Look, here's, here's what's going to happen with Fantasmic, though. And it pains me to say this. There is no Frozen in there. There's no there's no new Disney movies in there. Let's be let's be real. What's the newest what's the newest movie in Fantasmic? Mulan, maybe? Yeah. I mean Pocahontas. About, Mulan was after Pocahontas, but I mean you're getting you you need some nostalgia to keep that that show going unless you add some more stuff in. Which would change the entire experience for me, but <laughs> Yeah, so. you know Disney will do it right. I'm back. I'm back to being fanboy, Matt. Disney will. Disney will do it right. Nice. They'll, they'll put some good stuff in there. So, what were we surprised to see close? Well, I'm gonna let you start this, Pete, and I know what your answer better be. Yeah, I mean, obviously, number one on my list just closed. Hollywood Studios, great movie ride. Never saw it coming. I I, I never saw that coming either. We've, and, we've talked and about this. You know it. it it had been rumored for a very long time that the Great Movie Ride was going to close, that it was going to become the Great Mickey Ride, but I didn't think they would do it. And I mean, this is the sole remaining original attraction from the opening of MGM Studios. A lot of nostalgia there, a lot of a lot of great memories on that ride. I don't think it connected with audiences as well as it did when the ride opened. And and that was its major downfall is that depending on who you were riding with, the Great Movie Ride could either be a lot of fun or it could be a bust. If you had a car load of people that participated and that were enjoying the show, it was a lot of fun. You know, it's it's the same as the Jungle Cruise. If if you're yeah. if you're it depends on who you're with as to how much fun you have on that ride. The Great Movie Ride's a lot the same, but and I th- and I think that the Great Movie Ride's good. I think its biggest failure is the same thing I'm talking about with Fantasmic. It got extremely dated quickly, and the bottom line was the only way they could put new movies in there was the closing credits scene. Yeah. 
And that's not that's not what the rest of the ride was. The rest of the ride was animatronics. It was real things. It was live actors. And then all of a sudden you're going to two two dimensional and watching stuff. And then you're off. I agree. So there's that. And you know, Ellen's energy adventure. Nobody was surprised to see that go. No. Um, Magic Kingdom. Snow White scary adventure. That surprised me. <laughs> that that ride even as. I'm almost embarrassed to say it, but it's like 12, 13, 14 years old. That ride, I still didn't like the, the evil queen, the evil snow queen. I didn't like it, like it at all. It was scary, right? I mean, it was. I think it was too scary for Fantasyland. I think that it kind of goes in conjunction with extraterrestrial alien encounter. Too scary for Magic Kingdom. But I was surprised to see both those go, but more surprised to see Snow White go because that's a Disney classic that wasn't... That wasn't something that was reinvented to fit in Disney World. That was what Walt's first animated feature to win, to win an, an Academy Award, and that's gone. Yeah, so shocking. And and they reused a lot of the uh, animatronics in Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, but but that was another one of those rides that kind of took me by surprise. Hey, I didn't realize that the last time I rode it was really going to be the last time I rode it. And that closed in 2012. I mean, I think I was there in 2013 doing the same thing. You're talking about like, yo, that, that used to be Snow White's Scary Adventures. What happened? You know, in, in the same vein as Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. I can remember riding this ride with my mother. And it was great. It was awesome. But, yeah, you know, for whatever reason, Disney decided that this needed to go. Um I, I thought this was a great ride. It, it was, and I think that um, if you could have had some going-away memorabilia and T-shirts for Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, like they're doing for the Great Movie Ride, oh. you'd still see people wearing them to this day. I would, have been, I would have been all over it. The other ride at Magic Kingdom that I really miss is, and, and I guess this ride didn't technically close, uh, it just got reimagined, is the Extraterrestrial Alien Encounter. I thought this ride was amazing it was it was the perfect blend of scary and funny now i i went on this ride when i was probably 14 or 15 years old for the last time but but at that point in my life it was the perfect blend of funny and scary and it and it really i don't know the ride just worked i guess i wasn't super torn up when that went away um looking back on it i am speaking of that ride uh but for a ride i guess i was fairly shocked i, I like who wants to be a millionaire <laughs> it's just kind of short-lived looking back on it i can see why it's not there anymore but. all right so i i think that's really it for tonight again just just to cover kind of what we talked about a lot of rides at disney world that we feel are pretty safe a lot of rides that we think could go I hate to rehash, but I think the uh, Tomorrowland Speedway is uh, number one among those. So with that, let's roll into the Disney Secret of the Week. Tom, what do you got this week for us? Yeah, well, tonight's uh, tonight's Disney Secret revolves around something else that may be gone in the next 20 years, and that is the monorail system. Uh, since 1971, Walt Disney World's monorail train system, also known as the Highway in the Sky, has logged enough miles to make 30 round trips to the moon and back. Uh, so that thing's done some traveling. Maybe that's why some pieces have been falling off lately. Yeah, I was, I was going to say, that's why it's not <laughs> going to be around uh, 
because it's uh, because it's leaving pieces of it behind. Well, I'll tell you right now, I'd 100% believe that thing can go to the moon. That thing looks high tech. Maybe 40 years ago or 50 years ago. Actually, one thing I do want to say now that you mentioned that that Disney secret, Tom. One thing that has gone away at Disney World is you can no longer ride in the front car of the monorail. You used to be able to do that ride with the conductor. You can't do not. You cannot do that anymore. You used to get like a pin or a badge or something, right? Yeah, you yeah you used to get a um, a badge and no that, that went away. I think like five or ten years ago, but that was a highlight mm-hmm. for me as a child. Well, that's all we have for this week. Uh, please tune in next week for some more Disney magic. Look for us on Twitter at MendoWDWPodcast. If you have any suggestions, please tweet us or email us at MendoWDW at gmail.com. If you enjoyed the podcast tonight, please subscribe and leave us a review. It really helps us out. Thank you so much for listening and giving us the most valuable thing you have, your time. We'll see you next week. Good night.